Hello, Internet, and welcome to Say Report Junior. I am one of your host companions, Zach Sarawick. And, and I am, well, hey, I had it. And I am your other co-host companion, Dale Decker. Oh, man, I just am never sure if, like, it passed correctly or if I have to say something. You never tell. It was, it, I mean, then again, I didn't, I didn't try to eat vegan chili today, listen, so who knows? Listen, <laughs> my, my work... They they try to have they try to have healthy options for us every third Wednesday of the month. If that is, cr- <laughs> I, I think I think once that's a month right. They try the healthy. Stuff. I think that's I think that's right. I think it's once a month. Um, it's called Wellness Wednesday, and and today's lunch was vegan chili, and it was a bad idea. <laughs> I dropped it on my pants. It was actually I I thought it was gonna be worse. I thought it was gonna be a worse stain than it actually was. But because it looked way worse when because it, it was wet when it hit my pants, I just hit the microphone. It was wet when it hit my pants, so it was like a big wet spot oh, on my pants. And I was like, "This is not, this is not good." Just and then stand I next couldn't... to one of stay next to one of the tanks and let one of the animals yeah. just kind of spray water at you for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was interesting. I mean, it was good. Here's the thing: vegan chili. That's a weird concept because it's basically just beans and vegetables with... I like that weird concept is just no meat for you. Yeah. Like, no, that's a weird concept it to was, not have it was, it was beans and and vegetables and then the tomato sauce. So- I guess not tomato sauce. Well, yeah, tomato. I guess tomato sauce. I, yeah. I, don't, I, I live in the Southwest. And... I don't know how to make chili. <laughs> I um, or tomato paste, really. And then the best, and then it was on rice. The best part about it was there were pumpkin seeds. It was so okay, good. That sounds like, a, how is that the good part? That sounds like the weird part. Nope. It was the best that sounds part. Like they, that sounds like someone was like, I'm supposed Honest... to put meat in this chili. I'm out of meat. I'm going to put pumpkin seeds in instead. Honestly, <laughs> the pumpkin seeds I did not know about until the chef told me. And I was like, oh, that's selling me. And and it shouldn't have because hmm. I, I did not feel good afterwards. But, you know, uh, it well, could have been the lack of meat because my, my body was just like, you need <laughs> you. you Something is wrong here. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, OK, we, we have, as alluded to last episode, we have a lot to talk about regarding the DC family of products. Yeah. And how Su- Suicide Squad is a great movie. So before we get there, <laughs> uh, very quickly, is there anything else? I have done very little the last couple of weeks. Um, there's one big thing that I that we have both done that I think we're going to talk about next week. Um, spoiler alert: we've become Pokemon Rangers on the internet. Oh yeah, I for so a we'll second talk about that. For a second, I was <laughs> no, like, I what are what did both of us do? And then it clicked right before you uh, said Pokemon Rangers. And uh, there is actually there is actually a new game I've been playing on Switch that came out last year. Um, Hollow Knight came out this year. Um, oh, yeah, I can go yeah. more into that. I can go more into that next week as well. Uh, but let me just do the quick pitch of it. If you are a fan of the Dark Souls games or Shovel Knight, mm. this is like those two combined. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very nice way. Okay. So, uh, so that's all I've really been doing the last week. So. Um, what have you been doing? So I have a couple of stories before we get into our DC escapade. That sounded cooler in my head. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't, I wanted to talk about it last week, but we got off the rails and it was great. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, so two weeks ago, 
whatever July 4th was, that week, was that two weeks ago? <laughs> yes, yeah, it probably. was. Um, that week, a friend of my, uh, a friend and I, uh, he had the day off, so we kind of took like a little mini day trip, road trip, or in into Connecticut, uh, <laughs> and we went to a store called Game Exchange. Um, and at this Game Exchange, it's pretty much kind of like GameStop, but they sell movies and um, classic console stuff is actually okay. in the store, whereas GameStop it's all online. Right. So it's a very cool store. Um, you can find some really good deals there, and a lot of it's used. They do have new stuff in stock as well, so that's cool. But So we go there, and I always check for, like, crazy TV shows, like, that are on DVD that I can't watch anywhere. Um, and this time, I found the first two seasons of Digimon. Oh, my God. God, I was just thinking about Digimon today. <laughs> I don't know why. I just randomly was, but oh, it's like I yes. was feeling it. It's like I yes. was feeling it coming towards me. You knew. So, oh, so I found man. the first. So I found the first two seasons, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm doing this because for both of them, it was gonna be thirty dollars. Um, I believe. Yeah, it was gonna be thirty dollars, which is not really bad for two seasons of television, which is which amounted to. Let's say like two hundred episodes of Digimon. Yeah, I mean that's the thing like, with any Japanese show. Like yeah. a season can be so freaking long, depending on the show you're talking about. Exactly. Like that came out in the early what two thousands. Yeah, so something like that. That was like yeah. that was the time when like like a season of Dragon Ball Z is like the entire Cell Saga <laughs> is off season, and that's like god like yeah. fifty episodes. Yeah. So no. so I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm I'm doing. I've been wanting to get D Digimon on DVD. Um. And I'm just doing it. So I go up to the guy, and I hand it to him. And the DVDs weren't inside of the case. So he has to grab them, much like right. they are at GameStop. Right, like, yeah, so, okay. So it makes sense. I so like someone like, can't... oh, nobody actually checked this box no, before no, no, no. they put it on the so, <laughs> so they So people can't walk out with it, right? Right, right. So he's going through, and I'm standing there, I'm talking to them and my friend and whatever. So we're hanging out. and And he comes back, and he's like, I have some bad news. I'm like, uh -oh. okay. Uh, and he's like, I can only find the discs for season two. I, for the life of me, cannot find season one. Hmm. So I was like, oh, well, okay. And I, I'm like, I'm still going to buy it because it's $15. And worse right. comes to worse, I'll find season one online. But I'm and not going to say not, no. Not, like, not like, a huge <laughs> important storyline that you need to be watching no, from the beginning. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's pretty much Digi-Destins. They go to a digital world. They have little monsters. There you go. There's an evil mon, usually, <laughs> that has an evil name, like Devimon. So, you know, it's oh. not that hard. <laughs> God, I'm just, oh. so, so anyways, so I was like, oh, well, okay. So I was about to say, I'll just grab it. And he, and I was like, you know, can I try another store? So I called another store. I don't think they knew what I was talking about. He's like, the way I said it was weird too, but he was like, the only thing we have is the movie. So I was about to say, I'll buy it. And the guy was like, you know what? This keeps happening to people. So I'm just going to give you this for free. And I was like, what? <laughs> The you're plight just gonna... of other people what? has translated to you getting it. Okay, sure. And I was yeah. like, you're just going to give me a C. Okay. And it it was like, 
I was so caught off guard. I was so prepared to buy it. And it was like, just, yeah, here. Hmm. And I was like, oh, my right. God. Like, it felt really cool because I, I was like, damn. Like, I know the struggle of having to go into the drawers, have someone waiting for you going through the drawers, and then having to come back and be like, I can't find the thing that you want because uh. either people don't know the alphabet Someone, <laughs> someone put it. Um, someone already sold it, and it didn't calculate correctly. It wasn't supposed to be there to begin with. Like, there's a s- number of reasons, and like I was telling that to him, and he's like, "Nah, it's all good. You're good." So I leave, and I text Devin about it, and he's like, "Oh wow, like, nice job." And then I, I don't remember if I or no, I, I think I went through, and I found the four, the four seasons, the first all. Pretty much the whole series, um, the first four seasons of Digimon on eBay for forty dollars. Nice. So it was like, I don't even care that I'll have two copies of season two, but I'm doing this because I was just about to get two of them for thirty dollars. Yeah, I mean seriously, get, if it wasn't for the if it wasn't for the fact that you had to like drive to Connecticut to yeah. get to that store, I would have been like, just take the season two out of that and hand it back to the guy and be like, hey, know, right? Problem solved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so that was good. The other one was like a dig at Walmart. I feel bad digging at Walmart, but like I'm gonna dig at Walmart. I really don't feel that bad. Um, it's Walmart. Yeah, I know. I so don't I, I don't feel that bad. Anybody that has to work at Walmart, I understand like, that you need your paycheck. You're good. Walmart, exactly. the company, sucks. So. Exactly. So <laughs> they have the new pickup service, whatever, right? So yes. so Devin put in for a pickup of Super Troopers two and Super Troopers. It was a Blu-ray combo pack. Right, it was like twenty six dollars or whatever. So he puts in for a pickup, and he's like, "If you like, grab it on your way home, whatever." I'm like, "Cool, fine, we got this." Never got an email. Set, we got an email that was processing. Never got an email saying that it was ready. And then four hours later, we put the pickup in, at, or Devin put the pickup in at three thirty. Four hours later, we got an email saying it was delayed. So we were like, nah, no, no, no. We're Walmart is five minutes from our house. Like, let's just go. Kind we of go there. the purpose of yeah, the pickup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we so we go there and online it said that after we put the after the order was put through, it said online that there were only four copies left. We went there, there were five copies on the floor. So our copy that was essentially was the, yeah. essentially paid for was sitting on the floor still. And I'm like, I'm just buying it. Cancel the or like I, I, I was pissed. Devin was upset too. And it's just like this is this is asinine. This is stupid and not how this is supposed to go. Like we like Devin paid for it. He paid for it with his money. It it didn't go through, but it was still like the money was pretty much gone. Right. At some point, they were going to process that exactly. order. Theoretically. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm like, this is this is bullshit. And he and he's like, we're, we're gonna cancel it. And I'm like, good. So we buy it. And then I was like, on the way home, I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm calling. So I call Walmart, and I was like, you need to know that this is awful. Like. And the woman was like, well, I'm really sorry. And she was like trying to explain it. So, and she said that she would talk to the people, but it's just like, damn, like, I know it's a new process, but come on, (laughs) you know, like, 
So yeah. So that was yeah, new, that was new things like that. I'm gonna say like give it like a month and maybe they'll be better at it. It all depends on how often like people at that store are using it too. Yeah. Is always like an annoying thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, just like uh, I feel like I feel like they've been doing pickup at store for a while now. They have from the website. I don't know about the store itself is the other part to that. I know from the website has always had like a pickup store option. Yeah. Uh, there's also, again, going with the idea that the company itself, not the greatest, <laughs> there's always a good chance that they like implemented this thing and did very little to actually train anybody of how that process works. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, it's in your too. store now. Now you can learn it. It's like, yeah. but wait, hold on. It's just like there was a disconnect somewhere, and it's like, oh, yeah. come on, guys. Like, yeah, I understand you're trying to compete with these other places, and you're not yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fact that the, the problem with – the thing that I had a problem with was, theoretically, what if five people came in before me and bought the five the, – the last five copies of what right. I wanted, what I put on hold, essentially – and like I don't it's too big of a store for I think I don't know I could be talking out of my ass here but I feel <laughs> like it's too big of a store to like ping the person the the cashier saying like this this product is already sold not in stock or something you know Yeah no no there's no there's system n- in the store that works that quickly like, There can't <laughs> be <laughs> So I don't know I don't know but it was I the good thing about it is that I was able to get the DVD, but it was just that little annoyance, you know, that I've gotten over, but I needed to share with the internet. Well, there you go. Now it's <laughs> off your chest. You know what never got off my chest? How bad Suicide Squad is. Segways! <laughs> that was a pretty good segue. I have to give that to you. I have to give that to you. But Thank damn! You. <laughs> I'm going to give you my, my, my like, five, like, my, my, my one-sentence, like, kind of breakdown of how I feel about Suicide Squad and then you can try and convince me why I'm wrong but here's what Suicide Squad felt like when I watched it Suicide Squad feels like a direct-to-video a very well-made direct-to-video sequel to a movie that doesn't exist where they both went oh you already know these characters enough that we can kind of screw around with them but at the same time we don't think that you watch the other movie so here's a half hour of introducing them three different ways it was that's what Suicide Squad feels like to me when I watch it. It feels like I, I, I like was flipping channels and I hit Suicide Squad I, like midway through. There isn't a single minute of that movie that doesn't feel like I'm midway through a movie already. Where it's like I just was like flipping channels and I found it. And there always just feels like I'm missing something. So that's how I feel about Suicide Squad. How do you feel about Suicide Squad? <laughs> very different. If it's on, like I... It is one of the movies on my list where no matter what channel it's on, it is if it's on and I see it's on the the guide or whatever, it's going on the TV. <laughs> and I will watch it from whatever point it is at to the end. And it will always feel like you watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the things that I so the things that I really really like about it are when I first saw it I can't believe how short it felt. It and it and it's like that could be a negative thing, but for me in that instance, here's the thing. Superhero movies, right? 
they're they're long. They're long and crazy and drawn out, and it makes sense kind of because they're superhero movies, and they're and you know they have all the facts, they have all the explosions and all that, and the good guys and the bad guys, and you have the fans who w- are willing to sit there for like two and a half hours. Whereas Suicide Squad, I don't remember the runtime on it, but it feels short, and it should feel short. <laughs> Because it's just villains. Like, it's not, it, it doesn't, it shouldn't, and it doesn't follow that normal superhero, you know, guidelines. So that worked for me, because I was like, I can just have fun, and I can miss stuff, but I can still have fun. Because DC villains are the best part of DC, for that me. That is very true. I will give you that. They, I- like, I don't, I've definitely favor marvel over dc but it's 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 always been i like the dc villains i don't care about batman i really don't care about superman i, I when i was a kid i oh, really like we're gonna superman. get into superman later i, I, <laughs> I kind of figured um <laughs> i as a kid i was like oh superman's cool like i had a little f- book that had Superman all over it, and I did really like Superman as a kid, and then I just grew up and kind of grew out of it. You know, I realized that there were more superheroes in the world, and there and and Superman is, you know, he's classic, and he's the guy, but there are cooler ones out there. Um, and it's just, yeah, and, and none of the, the heroes really ever did it for me, but the villains were always so fascinating. <laughs> I mean, you have the Joker who, like, come on. And it's mainly, and they're mainly Batman villains because. Right, because soon, they started out as, ba- yeah, Suicide exactly. Squad kind of came out of Batman. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you have, you have Deathstroke and you have Deadshot and, you know, they're, they're just cool they're cooler. They're just cooler than the heroes. <laughs> and you have Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. And I know I'm mentioning... I, people who weren't in that movie? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not mentioning people who were in that movie. But it's just as a whole... And it's mainly Batman villains because they're the ones who the world really knows more about, I feel. Um, they were always just so cool to me. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. But it's true. Um, so... I don't know. It just, it was such a fun movie. Just turn your brain off to. I didn't see Superman, uh, Batman v Superman. So I didn't care about the world. I don't even think it really matters if you see it. They don't swap. Yeah, yeah. they don't switch over. Like, I never saw, (laughs) I never saw Man of Steel. (laughs) You know, like, so I didn't have any of this background knowledge. So I was going in fresh and it worked because I didn't need to know that stuff. Whereas in Marvel, if this was a villain movie for Marvel, I would have had to see movies like one, two, three, four, five, six. Like I would have to seen every single movie. So like that was also cool for me too, where it's like I don't need to know shit. I can just go into this and enjoy the madness that is about to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, and in concept, I think that's what they were going for. It just doesn't hit for me that way. I don't know. For some reason, it feels like because they don't do a lot of that background stuff. Now, I mean, it's. I think what it is more for me is that they 
they like not kidding like the first third of that movie is them introducing and then reintroducing everybody to the point where like it feels like they could have taken some of that time to do they do some character stuff later on that scene in the bar that scene in the bar is this is probably the best scene in the whole movie for me oh i cry every time i I love it i love it because it's the first time where they stop for five minutes Mm -hmm. and have like human conversation and like 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 if some of that was at the beginning of the movie like you get a little bit of that with Deadshot and a little and a lot of that with Harley Quinn and you get none of that with any of the other characters and it just feels like it's like okay so for 10-15 minutes we're gonna do the scene in the prison where they're already in their cells we're gonna give you their names and they're gonna have one-liners then for about 20 minutes we're gonna talk about about Harley Quinn and Deadshot and then for another 10 minutes they're all gonna come out into the prison yard and get their equipment and we're gonna do a bunch of one-liners again and it's like wait, wait hold on <laughs> Yeah, like no, I get what you're saying. So I uh, guess I guess maybe I went into I, it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, I mean, like, I don't need that much. I don't need that much more than what they gave us. I don't know. It just feels like for a movie that you're right, it feels like it's going at a clip. But like I said before, it also feels like they, they don't know. It takes them a few minutes to kind of figure out their footing because it's like they can't figure out exactly how they want to open up this movie. Because I do like that idea that you don't need to go like you know I don't need an origin story for every single exactly. one. Exactly, you know what like, these you know who these villains are. Right, like I I get I appreciate that idea of like trusting an audience and being like we, we you you know these characters we don't need to get into it. But at the same time, it feels like they also went. But we don't trust you to remember their names, so we do need to do that a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then to be like, and then it's like, and then like the one guy, and then it becomes like glaringly obvious when it's like, oh, here's one person in the whole crowd that has never been mentioned before. Oh, oh, oh you're dead two minutes. Oh, later. you mean Slipknot? <laughs> oh, you mean like, Slipknot? <laughs> where Slipknot gets absolutely no introduction whatsoever, and like two minutes after learning his name, his head explodes. I know. That's <laughs> honestly like. like that's probably the worst part of that movie for me. <laughs> and and like that's 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 a big kind of compliment to show how much I actually love this movie to say that the slipknot part is the worst part for and me. It's just, and <laughs> like, it's like and then it's like the idea that like Enchantress becomes like the bad guy of that movie, yeah. but she is also introduced with the rest of them at the beginning. That's what I mean when I say it feels like almost like a, a sequel that to a movie that didn't exist because it's like they just kind of decided, oh, you already, you, you know two things about Enchantress. You care enough about her now where we can make her entire character turn and become a bad guy for the rest of this movie. Yeah. But it's like, wait, wait, hold on. Where's the only reason from? we yeah. know anything about Enchantress is because Rick Flagg apparently has a crush on her. Like, that's all we know. <laughs> I think uh, it's a little bit more than a crush, Zach. Okay. All right. Well, again, All right. Again, maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's not like the movie fathers to tell us that. What? <laughs> yes, it does. It sounds like it sounds like Rick Flag. It looks it looks like Rick Flag is like following around like with these big puppy dog eyes, like I love you, and Enchantress could honestly give two shits. Wait, like, wait, wait. No, that's what it feels but the, like to but me. The when enchan- I watch. But the Enchantress is inside of his girlfriend. I said Who true. he loves. <laughs> She's not oh. the enchantress. What? She's not enchantress the whole time, I guess. I guess that's true. She's I don't know. Ench- oh my, it is explained, Zach. She, <laughs> she's an architect or an archaeologist. She finds the idol. She breaks the idol. And then the enchantress's soul demon thing enters her body. <laughs> and she basically becomes, I guess, 
Jekyll and Hyde? I don't know. I guess, what? yeah, kind of Jekyll and Hyde. She's a but person. Like, I know she's a person, but I mean, like, they don't, they, like, there's, there's very little amount of that movie where she is just that person interacting with people before she goes off. Like, she's in that one meeting room with Amanda Waller. And then all of a sudden, like after that, it's just pretty much when she's gone, and they have to go find her in the city, but like because that, that's the main action of the movie. But so, like, but it's not. But 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 he's not in love with the enchantress. I know. I sorry, I was to, complaining I the whole you, character. I apologize. I was putting the whole character under that name. You can't. You, but, you can't okay, do that. I get that. Even I get though that. I don't remember her name, Kara. Oh, okay. Cara, de, Cara last name Cara, that I... Cara, you almost said Cara Danvers. That is for later. I know. <laughs> Cara, uh, Cara last name that I can't pronounce, but she's awesome in, uh. in, in Suicide Squad and Valerian, City of a Thousand Planets. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I, but, so, oh. so, but that's the kind of thing I mean. Like, it, it's like, like this whole, the whole kind of basis of that story and like the emotional weight of that story is somehow based on a character that you barely see, can't even remember her name, turning. And it's like, oh, wait, hold on. Or lay, or not turning, being possessed. But it's like, I don't care about this person that's possessed because I don't know anything about her to begin with. <laughs> well, you and I watch movies very differently. No, I'm only kidding. So, so... <laughs> I think that's what it really comes down to. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. After saying all of that, I'll watch that movie with like a group of people and like just laugh along with it. Okay. I'm not saying See? I'll never watch it again. See? I just don't it's think a it's fun, a stupid It's a fun movie. movie. It's not a good movie in my opinion. No, I mean I know it's not a good movie. I say it's a good movie because I enjoy it, but I know deep down right. it's really not. Well, <laughs> it's not a good movie. But the effects in it are really cool, and I have to give okay. that to them. It's beautifully made. It's beautiful. It's absolutely crafted. Yes. Uh. But story-wise, yeah, it's a little wonky. But so, so what I was gonna, <laughs> so what I was gonna say earlier is like you were saying that it's basically Deadshot and um, Harley Quinn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is. I mean, that's how you have to watch a, a. I know you shouldn't say that's how you have to watch a movie or that's you know that's it's better a second time or anything like that, but. That's how you have to watch Suicide Squad. You have to, you kind of have to go into it thinking, oh, this is a Harley Quinn Deadshot story. There are just some other villains that the, around. That the Suicide Squad is there for. Yeah, yeah. And like, like I don't know, and and the Harley, I don't know. I, I cry so much in this movie. <laughs> I really do because it's it's those it's those little subtle moments that you say are too far too few and far between that I am as a person am able to latch onto and just hold like with me while I'm watching the movie. And I don't know why that is, but it's, it's what happens. So I have those moments in the beginning where death shot, I almost just called him death drug. Death shot <laughs> is, is talking to his daughter and he gets taken away. And it's like, you have all these things and it's like, damn, like this guy like it's uh, like you feel bad. I at least feel bad, kind of. Like yeah, he kills people, but like he does have a little daughter, and he is trying to be yeah somewhat again. good with her. <laughs> but he does. He this is like all he kind of knows, which is sad to me. And it's like, and then you have the Harley Quinn stuff, which is always fascinating. But the part where she like takes off the pudding necklace 
Like, she leaves them. She goes off with Joker. And then, realize, like, and she just falls down, blah, blah, blah. And, and she's on the cop car. And she pulls off the pudding necklace and just throws it. And then she's so sad and defeated. And then when the people come out, just instant change into back into Harley Quinn. It's just, like, those subtle moments are what make the film for me. Because it in those subtle moments, in those subtexts, that's where you get the good story and the the good background and all of that. And yeah, <laughs> um, and you get that with Diablo, and you don't really get it with Boomerang or whatever that's his name, right? Boomerang, yes. Cap- Captain, Captain Boomerang. Boomerang. You don't really get it with Captain Boomerang, and you don't get it with Croc, Killer Croc. You know, and I think, and, yeah, and see, here's the thing, knowing what I, because, I mean, this is also me just bringing my, I very rarely bring baggage of knowing characters from the comics to these things, because I don't read as many comics yeah, as, neither do I. as other people. I, knowing, like, the character of Killer Croc made me mad that there wasn't more of him in that movie, because his story is, like, equally, like, really deep and sad in a lot of ways, and they just did nothing with him mm-hmm. in that movie. Yeah, no, and I get that, too. Like, I get why I get why people don't like it. I do. It's just... You know, that's another thing. Like, I don't know much about Killer Croc. I don't know about Captain Boomerang, and I don't know about Diablo. Like, I don't know about those characters... So anything I was able to take away from them was nice. So having Captain Boomerang have that freaking unicorn with him <laughs> the whole time was like, oh, okay. And then you have that you have the killer croc scene where he's like, I'm not ugly, like I'm I'm freaking beautiful. It's like, oh, like I don't know. I I don't know. I just Maybe it is because I don't have the knowledge that other people do of the villains. Maybe it's because I have memories of, like, Harley Quinn from watching, like, little clips of Harley Quinn from video games and and um, the animated series and Brave and the Bold and all of that. But I don't know. It's just I was able to find those moments in the movie that really worked for me. And it really does check a lot of boxes for me. Because, like I said, I don't... I mean, this movie had problems. We all know that this movie, (laughs) the production of this movie, had problems. And the movie itself has problems. All the Jared Leto stuff that... all Like, basically all the Joker scenes that cut. Which I'm kind of okay with. Because I feel like any more of the Joker... It wasn't about the Joker. It wasn't supposed to be about the Joker. It was essentially supposed to be about Harley Quinn. And to a a degree, Deathshot. Or Deadshot. Deadshot? Deadshot. Deadshot. Sorry. Damn I'm it, getting, Batman, I'm, you've got too many I'm characters getting, with I'm getting names. real passionate and I'm messing up names. Anyways. <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be about them and more more so Harley than Deadshot. But so having more Joker would have just made it the Joker show. Right. And... No, I didn't I did, I did not <laughs> want more Joker in that. My my bigger thing, like when I think about the Joker scenes in that, especially when they're interacting, is the scene with Common. Which <laughs> always give me always give me common and I fucking love common right? as an actor. It's fucking great. But what I wish from that scene and it's been a while since I watched it, so maybe I'm just misremembering it entirely, but what I wish from that scene was more for Harley to be taking charge in that scene. Because it feels so much like she is just reacting to 
what the Joker wants. And I think that was a bigger thing about what people had to criticize about Harley Quinn as she's kind of portrayed in this. Because, to be fair, early on, she was created for the animated series as just a sidekick to the Joker. Like, yeah. she is one of the very few characters that was created for the animated series that was then brought into, like, comics later on. And... The thing was, once she was brought into the comics, she grew so much more as a character with like having this like relationship with Poison Ivy and this whole idea of like she's with the Joker, but not really with the Joker. And she understands that that's an abusive relationship and like and all this stuff. And I think the problem was that Suicide Squad really went like further back in that relationship than what people have been used to for the last few years. Like my my expectation is also that like. Harley Quinn's going to have a cartoon show on the new DC Universe streaming thing that's like produced by and starring Margot Robbie Yay. and like <laughs> and then like they're theoretically they're doing like the Birds of Prey movie that they just yep. announced like cross over with the Gotham City Sirens movie they've been wanting to make all of this so like like I would fully expect that character to grow in that same direction going forward I think the problem was that so much of that feels like the early animated series kind of like jokey version of Harley Quinn when she's in those scenes with Joker that it's just like people wanted more out of that which yeah. and like that, that so like that common scene like I wish like it's not that it, this is me just rewriting movies again but like for it's it's Joker entirely kind of commanding that scene and then Harley reacting to it and what I would love is for Harley to do like one thing that too common that Joker didn't like tell her to do or something or like he says, I can't remember the scene specifically. So he like says something and then Harley goes over and like puts the gun to Common's head or something. Yeah, if I'm remembering so. the scene. Right. And I... what I would have loved is for her to have snuck around and done that. And then when Joker says something, she's already got the gun to his head. Yeah. Like just something that just like that little bit of thing where it looks like she's got more agency over what she's doing. I get that. That's I mean... all. That's what I would have wanted. But that, but that's like minimal at the same time. That is. Those are, these are like the strongest parts of the film are yeah, Margot no. Robbie's acting and Harley's story and yeah. all of that. Like, so Yeah, I I think so so I just wanna make sure I'm understanding you correctly. You wanted to see more of the independent Harley than the abused yes. Harley. Yes. And I completely get that. What I have a problem with is people going around being like, There wasn't enough Joker Harley abuse. Yeah, no, no, no. It's no, like no, no. what is no. wrong with you? First of all, there is plenty. <laughs> Second of all, what kind of sick fuck are you that you want to see that? Like, right. I understand that's part of their characters, but like, you gotta, you gotta check yourself a little bit when you say that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you essentially yeah, no, want to watch people like, oh, oh, someone getting abused right. on I think, film. Yeah, there like, are jerks. There are jerks that want come that, on, and yes. then there are there are the jerks that want that, and then there are the people that wanted her to be like that wanted to see her be like, yeah fuck this abuse i'm going to do my own thing well, now and what happens what you got is like i think again i think that's what we're gonna get eventually yeah. i think it's just that they they had to kind of roll back <laughs> that whole idea for or it's essentially the first outing with harley quinn yeah so which kind of makes sense because you do have you have she is in control that whole movie except for when she's with the joker right and even i'm trying to think if they're i mean I'm trying to think. No, there's really not. There, like, really isn't any portion where she is with the Joker where she has the, the power. Yeah, no. But but it does show that she is capable of it. There's just something about him 
that has control over him. Right. Uh, over she her. Has a she as a like, character has to learn that. Exactly. And it's like, so I think it's that, like. I, yeah. Why? Like you can you can be badass and you can be this independent person and you can take charge. So it's like, OK, figure out, you know, you, you kind of want to root for her. So it, I think it's kind of cool that it shows that um, comparison shows that she still has those problems with the Joker and that there is a part of her that does love her love him. But, like, there's that, I bring back the moment where she rips off the pudding necklace. And right, after, after, he's, after he has effectively abandoned her. Yes. And it's like, oh, okay, so now she finally yeah. she figures it out. So you, yeah. you have that, you do have that, it's a little moment, but like I said, her acting there, and just that switch over is, like, painful, but also really nice to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> and it's really weird. Like I was talking about it too, about the whole Joker Harley, you know, dynamic, and you can kind of see that he cares about her, whichever way it is. Like I guess it is because he he has control over her and he doesn't want that to go. But you have that moment where she drops in the acid for him, and then he's up there. He could have stayed up there, and then he jumps in after her and some people can argue it's like he's he's insane of course he would but it's like there's there's a look on his face where he's like shit <laughs> yeah and there's i mean not that i i never want to go to bat for jared leto in any way but just as a as the joker um joker's a very weird complex character in a lot of ways again coming from like the comics where it's like they'll simultaneously look like he doesn't give a shit and do like really stupid things like whacking people with like sledgehammers to death mm -hmm. and then he'll turn around and he'll use a freaking water flower on his lapel to mess with people yeah. and so like I, I i think that the movies are very there are very few of those movies i think like heath ledger and, and jack nicholson's jokers get that the best mm. but like that kind of like switch over weirdness to him where it's like sometimes he looks like he cares and other times he doesn't and that's just kind of part of his mania yeah and so i think that and like it's supposed to be that like that's what that's what dr quinzel latches onto is that he somehow convinces her that there's feeling there but maybe there isn't yeah, and there it's supposed isn't. to be kind of vague yeah. like it's supposed to be vague whether or not he's like tricking her or actually actually has those feelings so like i think that was actually played very well yeah, that's, that's in true. the movie i yeah. just it's just that i think that because again wh whether the longer scenes would have shown that i like those scenes end up being kind of separated mm -hmm. from the rest of the movie in a lot of ways because they're all flashbacks and all this other stuff that like it starts to feel like it's just a different character in every one of those scenes with the joker which yeah. Which he's supposed to be. I mean, that's supposed to be the thing, is that every time the Joker shows up, you have no idea who you're going to get. But I think it's just that we're so used to, like, Batman 1989 and Dark Knight, where we got so much Joker and those switches happened in, like, mid-scene. And so you get it, it comes off more menacing that way, as opposed to, like, here's one scene where he's acting crazy, and here's one scene where he almost looks human. Yeah. And then it almost feels like they're, they're from two different movies. So. I guess that's true. I guess I, yeah, I kind of, kind of forgot about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's true. So it is that still, you know, 
but again, it's true I don't to the character see, of yeah, yeah. I don't want to see other. I don't want to see longer scenes with the Joker in that movie. I don't. There's no point to that. See, so he's not a main character no, in that movie. No, he should, and he shouldn't be. But you know what? I this, I, I have like really two more points to make about Suicide Squad. Oh right, and one of them is I hate now that there are all these deleted scenes. It's almost like. And I know it's I know I'm crazy for thinking this, but it's almost <laughs> like there are deleted scenes out there that they specifically keep deleted so that you will buy the DVD. Oh, definitely. Just to see it. Like oh, there definitely. is a part of me that does want to buy the Suicide Squad DVD and watch the deleted scenes of the Joker or watch director's cut just to see what it could have added to the story. I imagine not much, but who knows? <laughs> like, it could have those moments of power for Harley, and they were just like, we can't do that. We can't show her as independent with him, you know? And and we were talking about Jurassic World last week, right? Fallen Kingdom, excuse me. Right. <clears throat> <laughs> um, <laughs> we were talking about Fallen Kingdom last week, and there are scenes in it that I have no doubt were cut that explained stuff that wasn't explained. You know, and it's uh, it's just it sucks. It's like, come on, if you maybe if you had kept that scene in, it would have made your movie better. Who's knows? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it's just I don't know. I just feel like it, it's like scheming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm sure that I mean, let me put it this way. I am all I am almost 100% certain that sometimes they film scenes that they specifically know they're going to cut later so that they can, in the same way that like when you need money from someone, you ask for way more money than you actually need so that you can negotiate down. I have no doubt in the, uh, in my mind that they, that there are scenes that they film that they go, well, this isn't working, but we're filming it anyway. So when they tell us to cut it for time, this goes first, (laughs) like, like that, I have no doubt happens. Um, and then as far as like, Oh, see, see this later and on the DVDs later. I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of that 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 goes on, or at the very least, someone markets that later, where it's like, no, we cut this thing for time and it really didn't work, but we know how much you really want to see those scenes. Yeah. So when they... we start doing DVD commercials, we're gonna really hit the point home that there's more Joker here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or, I or think call that's... it an exclusive deleted scene never seen before. Yeah, no shit, it was deleted. How would we have seen it? (laughs) (laughs) It's always going to be exclusive for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh so that that's that I think is like what more happens. I don't. Th- yeah. I, I I mean, unless unless Jared Leto convinced someone to film a bunch of scenes so he could use them later to try and sell his <laughs> Joker movie to people. Like, I need these for myself. Totally, Why, yeah, Jared? Just totally no. something he just would do. <laughs> yeah, which is totally something he would do. Would be like, no, no, don't worry. I just I, I have a personal reel I'm putting together. I have, a, then, I have a feeling you don't like Jared Leto. I don't. Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, before the we, sent, before the man we... sent dead pigs to people what? as the Joker for a method acting thing. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah, oh, I did hear about anyway. that. Um, <laughs> we can talk about that later. If we you we want, don't have to. But we don't have to. I so he thinks he's Daniel Day Lewis and he's not. The end. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, fair enough. So the other thing I was the, my my real last point basically. I mean. The way I watch Suicide Squad, and I feel like the way other people watch Suicide Squad are completely two different ways, and that goes for a lot of movies with me. Um, 
movies are fun to analyze and all that and and they're fun to really poke holes in and if it if it's a bad movie yeah it's you know i'm all for criticism i'm not all for criticizing criticizing <laughs> is fine it it is the world that we have it live in everybody has an opinion but it's like i, I I just have fun with movies. Like I just uh, yeah. love you movies. You have an entertainment first exactly. mentality when it comes um, to Okay. That's unless it is a fun. unless it is a movie that is strictly putting itself out there for criticism, like Oscar movies. Right. Like when Oscar season happens, I become more critical. But summer summer movie season every movie to me is like, Oh my god, this is super fun like not super funny, but like I don't know. It's just a movie. It's a movie. Did it do its job? Did it entertain me for two hours? Yeah? Okay, then we're good here. Oh, yeah. And then I, mean, and then I can poke holes into it later if I want. But during the movie, I'm just going to let it... I'm just going to let it go. I'm going to let the people who worked on the movie have their moment, and I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and that's probably a healthier way to watch movies than the way I do, <laughs> to be fair. I, that's been a, that's been like a symptom of like my English degree for years that I've been trying to work through is that like I just overanalyze and like critically watch everything. But it's also why I go back now and watch things like all of the Leprechaun movies because you can't <laughs> you can't analyze those movies. Yeah, they make no, no sense. No. Just watch them. Yeah. Leprechaun I... Four in space looks like the world's worst version of a sci-fi <laughs> fi- of a sci-fy like S Y F Y original <laughs> film, and that's saying something. They've put out six Sharknado films. Yep. So. <laughs> Like, there's a movie that it's not even fun to make fun of is Sharknado, but you know, it's still a movie. I watched it. Devin fell asleep during it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I said that, Devin, but it needs to be said anytime Sharknado comes up. Uh, um, but yeah, like it's funny. Uh, one of one of my bosses at work is like, you you never dislike a movie, huh? And I was like, well, no, I do. It's just I don't choose to talk about the movies I don't like. You know, it's if and even the movies that I don't like, usually I can like make a case for them. But it's still I like I don't I didn't like um, uh, Three Billboards out of Ebbing, New, whatever. I did not like that New, movie. New, Jer- New Jersey, Tana. New, New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> I didn't know if it was New Jersey. No, it's Montana. Uh, was it like, Montana? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Oh, but like. I actually don't know. I have no idea. Okay, well, the three billboards movie. Um, <laughs> like I, re- I did not like that movie at all. So I don't talk about it. You know, it's just I don't know. I watch movies differently than people. No, you no. I think here's the thing. You watch movies the way that like, I think healthy-minded, like average people watch them, which is the best way to watch them well, because you get more enjoyment out of them yes. probably and it's, than it's, a lot of people. And it's not like. I mean, let, listen, I use my, I, quote unquote, I use my film degree when I do watch movies, but it's just like, it's, it's more a fact of like, I have a film degree, so I know what I'm talking about to a degree, to a degree. No one really knows that. Like, you know, movies are so interpretive, like you can say whatever you want about a movie pretty much. And that's kind of the beauty of them in a way is that, yeah, you can have your own opinion uh, and make, if you make your case, if your case is strong enough, then I'll give your opinion a listen, 
you know, but it's not going to. Or if you've somehow been roped into a podcast where you don't have a choice but to listen to my opinion. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) But no, like this conversation, it's not going to change the way like I still like. Nor nor do I expect it to. That's the other thing. The other thing is no matter how much I go after Suicide Squad, there isn't anything in that movie that like offends me. Yeah, like the exactly. only thing the only time I'm ever gonna t- I'm ever gonna tell someone not to like a movie is if I think it's like offensive. Horribly exactly. offensive in some yeah. way. Yeah. Like yeah, no. It's and even basically... then I watch a lot of seventies horror movies. I can deal with a lot of offensive <laughs> shit. Exactly. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I feel like well like emoji movie. People criticizing that before it even comes out. It's like, how can you do that? I don't get that. I don't get judging a movie before you've even seen it. I know people who would not go near the theater pretty much. That's a little, that's, that's, that's exaggeration. <laughs> no, no, be hyperbolic. But go like, ahead. Okay. basically, like, they wouldn't even touch a movie theater because of the emoji movie. And it's like, that's, no, first of all, that's no way to treat movies. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, come on. Like, how can you judge? It was a good movie. And it, it wasn't supposed to be serious. It wasn't supposed to be an Oscar nomination award winning blah, blah, blah movie. It was supposed to entertain with something that is huge. For the love of God, the two days ago, it was National Emoji Day. How can <laughs> there not be a movie about it? You know? So... Yeah, it's stupid and it's a for kids, but come on. It was fun. It was a fun movie that you can just turn your brain off to on a Sunday morning. You know? Someday I and someday I'll watch it. You need to. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um well to go from to go from that to the two of us, I think are about to start gushing over something. So this is good. We're gonna end on a well, much more well, end on a positive note. <laughs> on a positive note. Um you mentioned last week that you have been trying to catch up with all of Supergirl. Uh, uh, I am about... No. <laughs> are you all caught up? No. Is that what so, so that's... So it's not that I'm trying to catch up with it. It's that I started, like, maybe halfway through season. I don't even know what season. Um, because there was cool stuff going on in the episode, and I'm like, I'll watch this go. with your dad. Let's do it. <laughs> you know? Like... And it was, That's an even better. Way. That was, doesn't happen anymore. Like I yeah, love no. that idea of just like, oh, I caught something in the and, middle of an episode and I couldn't stop watching it. And I that. don't. And That's... I don't usually do that with like shows. Like if I see an episode of something that I'm like, oh, this is interesting, I stop watching immediately and try to catch up. But this, it was just like you know, I kind of know the world of of Metropolis and um, whatever place that she protects uh national city national city thank you thank you national city (laughs) um i knew it was a city so like i know like i know the story behind supergirl i know all that i actually saw the first couple of episodes so i know her character and i know some of the characters i just went to school and never watched it while i was at school you know so i watched probably like the first three or I don't know, like the first five episodes, you know, which really does give that formation of the show. And then I, me me and my dad were home one day and he was like, oh, I'm going to watch Supergirl. And it, it's the, it's the storyline of the world killers. You know, the world killers, right? 
Uh, yeah, so that's okay. the, that sounds like the end of season three. That's actually where I am. I'm about okay. halfway through All season right. three right now. So it's so it's the story so of I'm these. Just getting into that. Yeah. Yes. So it's the story of these world killers, and I'm like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> and it was just, it was so cool. The action was really cool, and my dad knows the show because he's been watching it from season one. So if there's something that I don't understand, he's right on it. He's like, well, she's bad. I'm like, okay, thanks, Dad. And he and he and like and, and I'll be like, who is this person? And he'll be like, oh, okay. So his dad, he, I think, I think Win. It was it, there was an episode yes. with Win, um, which I don't know if you saw the episode with his dad and his mom. Yes, uh, I haven't seen the one with his mom. Okay, so, so never mind. But I won't a, talk about it. But there is an episode in like season one or I think it's season one where they talk about his dad being the toy maker, the, yes. the serial yes. killer. Yeah, so, so they, you do have, like, that background I, by the time. I yeah. never knew that. I never knew that about his character, and I'm sorry, but his it gets brought back up again. I won't tell you how. But okay, it, I mean, it, it his does... dad wasn't dead, so I assumed that it would come back eventually. Yeah. So... Thing, it's a CW show now. It started on CBS. It's a yes. CW show yeah. now, which also means that they will re- they'll start bringing back characters like crazy on a regular basis. <laughs> true, so... true. So, um, so, like, yeah, so that episode happens, and I was like, Dad... What is going on? Wynn's dad was a serial killer? Because I love Wynn. I was like, Wynn's dad was a serial killer? What? And he's like, and he like began to tell me the whole thing of it. And I was like, all right. Have you watched the episode? Have you actually watched that episode with with that? Because it's it's one of the best episodes of season (laughs) one. Like the acting from them. Here's the thing. I, so I've been watching the DC like Arrowverse shows and Smallville like, crazy the last few months just kind of going through them and uh i'm trying to think of i had this like trifecta in my head of it between arrow flash and and supergirl supergirl has the best acting out of the three of them okay uh flash has like some of my favorite stories because it does a lot more sci-fi time travel stuff which i absolutely love and then arrow has like the best fight scenes because they've all been doing it for six years and so it's like so it's like arrow is like super over dramatic and super like Grumbly. It's the most like DCEU of their shows <laughs> because it's their <laughs> nice. version, because it's their Batman. They couldn't do a Batman show, so they made Arrow instead. And so he's like super grumpy. And it's like, <laughs> but, and even then, like in its sixth season now, they, they're like trying to change that up where it's like he's a dad now. And they're all trying to figure out what to do if they're, when the angry guy becomes happy and it's all this weirdness. But it has some of the best action sequences just because I think they've got the most like stunt people on their cast. But Supergirl has the best acting it has some of the best acting from their from their from their actors um especially because like um alex uh kara's kara's sister i was watching her on 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 gray's anatomy before she left that to go be on (laughs) supergirl (laughs) yep and like i love and i love the characters and i already kind of i like i liked the show when i first watched it in the first season i was like these are cool characters i like them i don't really know some of these other characters, like I, like I said, I know Supergirl, but it's like Alex is such a good character. She really she is. She really, oh, really is. Like, talk about your badass female, like, hero who, she she's just so, and she's so kind-hearted, and, yeah, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I love her. Um, <laughs> and also because of the switch over to CW, because CW just, like, 
loves to put like gay characters in everything yep. alex became like their coming out story yep. which was also great because it's which, really it's really well done yes it's like a really amazingly yes. well done <laughs> which like hey fallen kingdom take some notes anyways yeah, really anyways so i actually did see some of those episodes too just like bits and pieces and i was like oh this is awesome and it's like this is this is like a kind of the perfect show but because <laughs> a you can come in at any point because you the characters are not simple but you know but they will they, they also they, have a tendency to like re-explain exactly, a lot of stuff because exactly. they're doing so many different things yes yeah it has all of the representation in the world pretty much <laughs> like you it does <laughs> uh, i mean they got um, they got uh, the, the actor that plays um martian manhunter john jones is oh. so freaking so good. good so <laughs> good and and i don't know i mean this could be it's not really a spoiler because it's people it's a friendship but like the relationship between alex and and john is is so it's just it's like yes this is this is what a real relationship is and they they clearly love each other but like yes. it's really nice that they're not in love with each other because no, I don't no, no. need that. I don't they, need... they have a much more like, it's not even like, I, I mean, it was father-daughter-ish, like yes. going at, at yeah. different points, but it's also like this like mutual respect, like mentor-mentee exactly. thing. It's not always familial, but it's like just right there. Mm -hmm. But you're right. There's like without that stupid romance forced in angle that you would get in a lot of other things. Exactly. And I don't like I yeah, I don't need the episode where Alex is like, "Oh my god, I'm in love with a Martian." Like I don't <laughs> need that. I just just knowing that their friendship is is their love. That's that's what the world is. People can love each other and not be in love with each other. <laughs> That is a That's thing. That's actually what I love. I don't know. Have you have you seen any of the Have you seen any the any of the Flash crossover episodes? So they've done like two, the, one or two. The only they've one a, that I saw was the musical one. Okay, that was the only That's one also, I ever saw. God, that that <laughs> episode is so good, except for the freaking Super Friends song. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All of their covers are great because the two of them were on Glee together. Yes, That's where they that were. whole thing came from. They were on Glee. It was at fantastic. The end right. And so it was like, well, now that CWW owns, owns, owns them, of course they're going to be in a yep. musical episode together. And we're going to get another actor to be music maestro. In I know. That was ridiculous. And I like my dad was like, why? And I'm like, dad, all three of them were on Glee. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but like, but and and I think it's sometime in season two, maybe even, actually, no, it's even season one. Back when it was still on CBS, they did like the first like official crossover with Flash showing up. Yeah. And it's so their chemistry is so good. And it does not have any of that stupid romantic Romance. tension going yeah. to it. They are just like nerdy like nerdy nerds that love hanging out with each other yeah, see, and it is the nicest it's like the nicest relationship between them yeah and it really does i like that it shows it really it really points out to the whole balancing of two worlds kind of situation too of in, in supergirl like i really like that part yeah of it. i really like those moments and it's it's like you're doing it really well too like it's not awkward it's really not awkward. And it, it's filmed so beautifully. Yes. Like, yep. 
like starting at season three, there's like a whole thing at the end of season two where this like guy she is in love with has to like go away yep. and she gets like super depressed. Mm -hmm. And they do this beautiful, like subtle thing in the background where through mo all of season one and season two, her apartment is lit in this like yellow, beautiful open lighting. As soon as season three opens up, it's gray and yep. it's blue and it's like all in the background. They never like make like a huge thing to be like, oh, look how sad she is from back here and all this. It's just like, oh, no, they're just shooting her apartment differently yeah it's... just as like this whole subtle background thing like oh someone with a cinematography degree <laughs> knows what they're doing actually shot this scene yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and it's it's so funny too it's 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 really funny that like i'm so into it like that's what my dad and i do pretty much every thursday is during we watch it while we eat lunch too like together and it's 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 fun. It's just a fun time because <laughs> I'm so into it now and I never saw that I would be this into it considering that I haven't seen like the entire middle part <laughs> of what is out there yet. And right. and and I was nervous because I tried to watch Arrow and I watched maybe like the first 10 minutes of an episode and I was like, I can't get into this. It's a, it's a totally different show. I can't get into I mean, this. I mean, well, I mean, part of that is I think like it really benefited from not being on CW its first season. Like as much as it's like, I like that it's on now and that they do these like crossover events every year that are always really good. And they, they, they do like the earth one and earth two thing with it. I really like that, but it is an entirely different feeling and different, like take on like DC stuff than what's going on with Arrow, which really was really trying to ape the whole Batman thing for a while. Yeah. And like it's gotten better since it got away from that. Like season five and now season six that I'm watching are are excellent seasons because they're not they're trying something different. And like that was the big thing. That was what I loved about Flash. Like Flash felt so different from Arrow when it started because it was so much goofier and it was like all of these like sci-fi stuff going on. It's like if someone took Batman or Christopher Nolan's Batman movies and went, oh, what if we stuck like, what if all of a sudden we just started sticking goofy cartoon circumstances of like <laughs> mutants and aliens into your thing? It's like, no, I'm trying to do this dark, realistic thing. It's like, too bad. Here's <laughs> here's this like a bunch of goofy oh, idiots yeah. that are here's Tom Cavanaugh playing a different character every season and having to and having to ham it up on screen. Oh, my God. Tom Cavanaugh on The Flash might be one of my favorite TV performances I've seen in years. Because every season he is playing so he's playing a different he's playing his character from like a different earth. And oh, so he has nice. to play a different character. And then there's like a scene where he's like having this like council his the character's name is Harrison Wells. He's got the Council of Wells, which is him and these three holograms of these three different Harrison Wells from different Earths. And like one of them is from like a Mad Max universe basically. Oh my God. And so he's sitting there with this like the like metal thing like metal helmet over his head and he's chewing on a rat and he's talking in this really bad Australian accent. And then there's another one that looks like um uh oh God, I just blanked on the artist's name that did the Campbell Soup painting. Oh, my God. Oh, Andy Warhol? Thank you. Hey, yes, it's, uh, it's Tom Cavanaugh doing an Andy Warhol impression. Like, and it's like, are you kidding me with this? Like, they just go all over the place with that's that. That's awesome. And, yeah, so it's, see, that's and then Supergirl is like this perfect balance between those two where they get like the super drama sequences and then also like episodes with freaking Mixelplick. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah. So speaking speaking on the subject of, uh, I think our our next subject will be Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Uh, if we have another hour, no. <laughs> oh God, I haven't actually watched. I have to actually watch some of Teen Titans Go if I'm going to do that. I've never <laughs> watched that show before. I'm only so. I'm I'm the only thing I'm going to say about it is I'm stupid excited. Good. <laughs> Good. Stupid I, like, I As a fan, I was a fan of the Teen Titans cartoon from like years back that the, you know, jerks on the internet always want to come back. But like, I appreciate Teen Titans Go for what it is. I appreciate that it's gotten so big that they would make a movie out of it. Yeah. And Go it's be so excited stupid. about that. People. It's so stupid. But I'm yeah, I'm really excited. But I can't wait for that to come out and then talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I think we hit some good points. Everyone watch, get a bunch of friends together, get really drunk, and watch Suicide Squad. Or don't. Get... Just watch it in a normal... <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do We're going to shut that down right away. <laughs> nice. Uh... <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's going to be it for this week. It, yeah. Oh, man. This was a good one. Uh, Oh, I guess I opened, so I have to close. I never yeah, think about I've been that. I'm like, I'm like, come on, You're Zach. Like, so, you're gonna go. say it. I'm gonna, you're gonna, gonna, gonna say it. Gonna, gonna say it on Twitter. Um, we've been, <laughs> we've been Say Report Junior. You can follow us on Twitter at Say Report Junior. Uh, you can follow us individually. You can follow me at Zerwiski. And you can follow me at Dale's Brain. And uh, yeah, love the things you love, people. Don't yes. let, don't let people like me try and analyze it too much to ruin it. <laughs> um, but with that. Being said, um, gonna throw yeah, it take to it you, away. Liz. Yes, I stole that Bye. from you. <laughs> I can never remember the order. Okay, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Say Report with your hosts Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for the Say Report, and you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you, and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time. <laughs>